to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I am beside myself that you have tuned in this time around. This time, we're going to go pretty deep. We are going to get into our own worst enemy. Yes, we are going to talk about being afraid of our own shadows. Today, we are going to talk about being self-conscious, both in a healthy way and especially to a fault. This episode is going to be part one of a two-part series based on low self-esteem. Now, before we get into this, just a heads up, I'm going to get really personal here, but I implore you to note this. Nothing I say is an attempt at sympathy, nor am I fishing for compliments. I'm just putting it all out there to help anyone who, like me, has come to terms with their limitations realistically, and especially those who maybe haven't. If this podcast makes you uncomfortable, I'm totally sorry. Uh, If you tuned in hoping to laugh this time around, this may not be your episode. You may want to go back and listen to like the... uh, does anybody remember laughter episode of this show? Or maybe just switch to Office Ladies or something, which, by the way, I love that podcast. Okay, official disclaimer complete. Low self-esteem. Hollywood depicts many characters that live all of this out. From the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz to the lead character in Annie Hall named Alvy Singer, who says, quote, I would never want to belong to a club that would have someone like me for a member. Even in kids' programming, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh always feels defeated. And going all the way back to 1928, this was on the silver screen, self-loathing was part of the plot, for example, of the film the docks of New York. Now, one major idea that is often the backbone behind low self-esteem is believing that our perception of ourselves is the perception that everyone else has too. Oftentimes, this isn't true, even though you may not be able to convince yourself of that. See, we, we all have our own ideas of what attractive, for example, is, what cool is, what the best decision is, what level of being liked we need to have for our own sanity or validation. Others may not. Here's a pop culture example. On the Smith song, Unlovable, Morrissey sings, I know I'm unlovable, you don't have to tell me. Now, interestingly, the album that this song is on, Louder Than Bombs, sold over 600,000 copies and Rolling Stone called Louder Than Bombs one of the top 500 albums of all time. So a lot of people apparently don't think he's unlovable. 
but that may not change how he feels about himself, or at least felt at the time that he wrote that song. You see, when we self-loathe, we don't believe compliments. We don't trust praise. We question kind words. For example, when a traditionally attractive person approaches someone with low self-esteem, the instant thought might be, yeah, right, where's the camera? Now is your chance, final warning, to leave this episode if you need to. Here goes. I have always, always, always hated the way that I look. I have never considered myself to be even a semi-attractive person. I have always felt embarrassing looking, so much so that I made it my goal as a very young person, and this is the God's honest truth, to work really hard on my personality. I was conscious of this even as a small child because that's what I felt was all I could potentially have going for me in the attractiveness department. I have always wanted to be thin. I have always wanted to be tall. I have always wanted a different nose. True, being older, it's a lot less dramatic than it used to be, but my thoughts haven't changed. I've just learned to live with them. Just at the time of my writing this, getting ready for this episode, my son innocently took a picture of me with my phone and I didn't know he was taking it. It was honest. It was me and all of my, <laughs> and my hideous glory. No filter, no good angles, no cropping, no lighting shifts, just me. Immediately on first glance of this picture, I once again became the 16-year-old who, I don't know, had the confidence of a broken desk chair. Now, one might wonder, okay, why then do you put your picture on the thumbnail for this podcast? And you know what? That's a very fair question. That, my friends, was very well thought out. Everything on this podcast is extremely well thought out. Overthinking everything to me is a second nature for me as breathing. So as far as the picture, I legitimately had a strategy. I wasn't looking for numbers. I was looking for sincerity. I felt like if, if one got past my image and listened to this podcast anyway and liked it, I might actually be delivering quality product to you. So I use my picture as what you might call anti-clickbait. And the result, this audience, you all, are genuinely interesting, non-shallow people. I love the mentality of the core audience for this program. So using my image, I completely built my listenership with people that are for real, to my knowledge. And I understand completely that my picture is not going to entice anyone to listen to this. It essentially dares you to listen to this. I'm not being morbid. I'm just being honest. Can you relate to this kind of thinking? I hope you can't. I hope that when you look in the mirror, you're happy or at least content. I hope you know your value. And guys, to be fair, I don't not feel that I have value. 
just not physically. I care, I love, I learn. I'm totally not insincere, but I'm also totally not kidding myself. And look, like I mentioned at the outset, this is not a woe is me episode. I promise it's not. Just keep listening. I just fully accept my limitations. I own my unattractive self. Much like spinach eating cartoon sailors, I simply am what I am. It's not saddening after a while. It actually becomes legitimately liberating to accept yourself realistically. Think about it this way. If a person was to lose one of their arms in a tragic way, for example, they should learn to function and to be positive and count their other blessings. That was sad, but they have another arm. They can walk. They are alive. These things are incredible and, and not to be overlooked. But pretending like they still have two arms would be kidding themselves. It's the same thing here. I view and own my physical unattractiveness the exact same way. I just acknowledge it. I totally count my other blessings and try to be positive just without lying to myself and pretending that I'm going to turn anyone's head in some kind of a physical attraction scenario because that has never happened, nor will that ever happen. It's like this. We all hate war. I imagine this audience like myself. I hope they do, hates racism. We all hate to see injustice, but pretending that war, racism, and injustice don't exist doesn't change the fact that they do. So we can work to be as positive as we can in doing our best to not contribute to these things, and we should, but our putting our heads in the sand changes nothing. Not acknowledging the sad truth that these exist defeats the purpose. So do I have low self-esteem? Yes. Can I work on making myself better as a person? Yes. But thinking really hard about it and driving myself crazy, denying my appearance is what it truly is, or living in a pretend land about my looks is going to change absolutely nothing. Again, it's not being morbid, it's being a realist. What about you? Are you self-conscious to a fault? What is your self-esteem like? Maybe this, has it changed with age? You know, the crazy thing about hindsight is that sometimes what was devastating at one point in our lives, we can totally look at objectively later. Think of it like this, let's say you're a kid and everyone in your elementary school are all wearing a certain kind of shoes. These have been deemed the cool shoes to wear. These make you part of the group. Well, imagine you don't have those shoes. It's Sunday. You can't sleep Sunday night because you're totally overwhelmed that at school on Monday morning, you're not gonna have those shoes. Now that fear for a young one is completely legitimate. It's part of maturing and finding yourself and learning what really is and isn't important. But then, hopefully, as an adult, I'm just trying to imagine myself losing sleep over something like that now. It, it seems silly now, but it was extremely real then. I can say with self-esteem, I'm a lot better now with acceptance 
than I was in a constant way as a kid, though the feelings persist just to a much, much less intense level. Listen, let's close this one out on a higher plane. Embrace whatever it is that you bring to the table. If you, like me, feel that the only thing you have to offer is internal, embrace your internal gifts. You may just be or can become a diamond wrapped in newspaper. If it's external, be happy that you have this because your attraction is in plain sight. It's just there. People notice you without you having to do anything. Don't take it for granted and please be careful with the feelings of other people along the way. Honestly, I envy you. I want to be you. Now, for those amazing people that have both, you may have the inclination to hide. Don't hide. I mean, honestly, proceed with caution as the jealousies will come at you by the insincere, but don't hide. Enjoy your gifts and live your life without guilt. Think about it. If you were to inherit $100 million, it wouldn't be wrong for you to spend it wisely. Same thing if you inherited outer beauty, use it wisely. My goal, and I hope yours is as well, when dealing with whatever low self-esteem or self-conscious battles that you face is not to wallow. I don't re recommend that any of us do that. Look at it this way, and I'll stop here. I firmly believe that we are all attractive in some way. I'm not kidding. I really do. There is no doubt in my mind. Some of us just have to work very hard to prove it. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that complements our theme with music. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast dash I am what I am playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash I am what I am. Why don't we check it out? Track number one is by a great band that never really got big, at least in the United States. But they're really good. I heard them years ago for the first time on Rodney on the Rock. The band is called Rialto. And track one of our list is called Untouchable. Number two is the hauntingly powerful and brilliant version of the Trent Reznor song, Hurt, performed by Johnny Cash. Number three, I'm a Man by Pulp. Pulp writes the best glam rock inspired choruses ever. This is an example of that. Number four is The Cure with the song Never Enough. Number five is the song, Everything's Gone Green. Everything's Gone Green by New Order off their Substance record. Number six is the song, Weirdo, by the Charlatans, or perhaps you'll find them under the Charlatans UK. Number seven, U2, with Love is Blindness. Number eight, Depeche Mode with a perfect late-night headphone song called Waiting for the Night. Number nine is Nina Simone 
with the great track, I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free, off of her Silk and Soul record. And number 10, the patron saints of low self-esteem bonding with their listeners, the aforementioned Smiths with Please, 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 Let Me Get What I Want. Well, that is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash I am what I am. Listen, all, this show would not exist without you. You hear me say this every time you listen, and, and, I, and I feel like I have to. This exists because you listen, and I appreciate that. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be so helpful. Also, if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you feel like that's something you'd like to do, you can make a small monthly contribution. You just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined, that would be great. But like I always say, whether you do or whether you don't, this is yours. You don't have to spend a dime on it. Just feel free to listen and enjoy any time. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. This is part one of two. I think you'll enjoy the next one. Until time. Until time. Until next time. This is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember, until time, that there's a big difference between worry and concern. Until time. See you next time.